Welcome to Around Uganda. My name is Andy Fred Max. Security personnel have rescued three people who were on Wednesday morning held hostage by suspected Karmajong J warriors in a BIM district. Their BIM resident district commissioner, Samuel Mpimbaza Ashaka, confirms the rescue yesterday evening, which follows an operation by security comprising of the local defense unit. It's reported that the captives were kidnapped after they fell into an ambush of the suspected Karmujong warriors on a Mwao forest in Mission Ward village, Kiru Town Council. According to Ashaka, they only learned of the kidnap after one of the survivors, who reportedly had a phone, escaped from the warriors yesterday and called relatives who later alerted the security. We got a complaint from some people that some women and young children had gone deep in the bush in Kiru to harvest some bamboo and uh, other items and then they came across uh, some GA warriors and we have deployed and uh, I want to assure the public and all these warriors have been flushed out. So the security situation now is back to normal. We only appeal to our people that whenever there is any situation always report back. So I want to caution women and young children to avoid going deep into the bushes are proper measures of making sure you are safe. He says they are currently in the hands of security officials undergoing counseling. Emmanuel Ayen, a resident of Yaro village, who escaped their captors, repeatedly threatened to kill them if they hid information about areas with many cattle. Acholi sub-region reported the lowest case of gender-based violence compared to other regions in the country, according to statistics from the National Gender-Based Violence Database. Geoffrey Lacuanero, the Gulu City Labor and Gender Officer, says Acholi sub-region has 60% of gender-based violence cases compared to other regions. The data that was collected between January 2020 to date shows Ankole with the highest number of cases at 73%. Bukedi with 72%, West Nile with 64%, and Teso 61%. Okay, in a tourist region, um, cases are low simply because uh, we have intensified sensitization, training, and uh, actual awareness creation is widely being handled by different actors mm-hmm. in regard to GPV. Lacuanero also said Acholi sub-region reported better on gender-based violence compared to other regions. He adds that men have also come up to report violence against them, although they still lack in following up the reported cases for fear of stigma. These statistics were presented on Friday during a meeting on sexual and reproductive health, HIV and gender-based violence at the Gulu City Yard. The meeting was organized by Alliance for African Mayors Initiative for Community Action on AIDS at the local level, Uganda chapter to support urban cities in governance, development, and health. A man only identified as Abdallah was found dead at Arua Central Lodge in Arua Town. According to the manager of the lodge, the lifeless body was found this morning at 9.43 a.m., he says the deceased stayed at the lodge for four days before his demise. I'm the managing director. 
The matter was reported to Arua Central Police Station and investigations are still ongoing. The resident judge Arua High Court, Isa Serunkuma, has referred a land case involving an official of Koboko District Local Government, Alex Bakole, for mediation. Bakole was sued by his biological sisters for denying them land, claiming that he is the only boy child in the family. The defendant is accused of chasing away his sisters from the land by physically assaulting them. The siblings lost their father in 1993, which later caused his claimed ownership of the land and its accrued benefits. However, the plaintiff's lawyer, Sam Ondoma, explains the succession law. In the defense of Bakole Alex, who is their only brother, he is not claiming the land to be his. He also admits that this land belongs to his late father. He admits that the plaintiffs are his sisters. But what is funny is that he doesn't want the land to be divided. He wants to alienate. He wants to take over all the land for himself. Late parents, and if you are brothers and sisters, like in this instant case, Section 27 of the Succession Act clearly provides that the land should be shared by the children. The widow gets 9%, customer hair gets 1%, the children get 75%. The share which is for the children is shared equally. They divide it equally. Whether you're a girl or you're a boy. A Chaco truck driver was this afternoon shot dead after allegedly attempting to overrun a joint checkpoint manned by police, army, and Uganda Wildlife Authority Rangers in Itirikwa sub-county at Jumani district. According to Itirikwa sub-county officials who spoke on condition of anonymity, the unidentified driver suspected to have come from Pabo in neighboring Moore district succumbed to injury after arriving at a private clinic at a par market. He narrated that after overrunning an initial checkpoint, the truck was intercepted at another checkpoint where the driver momentarily obliged but suddenly started to retreat. After a few meters, he accelerated towards the checkpoint, forcing the security manning the checkpoint to open fire, deflating the tire, and the driver was shot around the chest as he attempted to disembark from the truck. Taban Peter Data, a Germany RDC, confirmed the incident to Arua 1FM, but declined to divulge details, saying investigations are still ongoing into the matter. What I heard is one by press time, an independent source also told Arua 1FM tension has since been mounting around a par following alleged resident of a moro armed with bows and arrows heading towards the crime scene. The Electoral Commission has threatened to suspend campaigns for candidates violating the electoral laws. The Commission had directed all candidates to hold campaign meetings of not more than 70 people, but some candidates have not adhered to the guidelines. The acting spokesperson of the commission, Paul Bukenya, says next week the commission will engage all presidential candidates to review the first week of campaigns, but the commission shall bring to book candidates flouting the regulation.
There is uh, an attempt by uh, some of the candidates to follow the SOPs, which we commend so much, but we also condemn those who have not complied with the SOPs. And we are concerned about the effect of that, uh, both to the candidates, because their lives are at risk, and then the population. So we are taking measures, we wrote to them, we wrote a, a statement and reached out to the public as well as the candidates. But we are also taking measures to meet these candidates uh, in the coming week to discuss further this matter and also to put it to them and indicate the consequences of non-compliance with our SOPs. Of course, the first thing is that we are going to interrupt the, the campaign schedule and call in the candidates here. Uh, but then we can also stop your, your campaign if you do not follow the guidelines for the campaign period. Bar owners under their umbrella the Uganda Bar Owners Association, UBA, have appealed to government to consider reopening bars to save over 300,000 jobs and their properties from being taken by creditors. In a press conference held today in Kampala, UBA chairman Tesfalam Girathu says since the closure of bars, people who are working both directly and indirectly in these places currently have no work and are starving. Girathu pledged that they are committed to religiously following the set standard operating procedures by the Ministry of Health, adding that they will add more measures such as registering customers and reducing on the volume of music. Continued closure has led to massive job loss with many individuals previously employed in bars now out of jobs. The bar business have also been forced to lay off staff, dealing a major blow to many Ugandans who are employed as cleaners, bouncers, service staff, chefs, accountants, storekeepers, security personnel, to mention but a few. As time goes by, the situation became even more dire for bar owners whose rent is overdue. Losses from expired stock. Uganda Prisons has increased the prisoners' job pay. The spokesperson, Frank Mbaine, says the Internal Affairs Minister, General J.J. Odong, has signed the Prisoners' Amendment Regulations 2020, which increased the prisoners' earning scheme. Now the skilled prisoners will be earning 1,398 shillings instead of 500 shillings, and unskilled prisoners will earn 280 shillings instead of 100 shillings per day. Previously, our prisoners were earning money for a day work in the following categories. The skilled prisoners were earning 500 shillings per day work. The same skilled prisoners were earning 250, while the unskilled prisoners were earning 100 shillings. Now, the new rates are like this. The skilled prisoners with immediate effect will start earning 1,398 shillings per day work. Same skilled prisoners, 699 shillings per day worked and unskilled prisoners will be earning 280 shillings per day worked. The government has embarked on the process of procuring Lusanja land from which hundreds of families have been evicted by businessman Medad Chichoncho. The Minister of State for Lands, Pasis Namuganza, told a press conference at the Uja offices in Kawempe that Chichoncho will be paid off as soon as the ongoing evaluation process is complete. Namuganza also used the meeting to disclose plans by the government to purchase agricultural land for landless youth groups.